You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, David Ross, Chief Strategy Officer for Ascent. Businesses continue to look for the right mix of strategies and investments to keep their supply chains on track, but how can they better assess where to focus their efforts? After all, a piece of technology that works for one company won't necessarily work for another, so can it be as simple as finding the right partners to work towards a common goal? David Ross, Chief Strategy Officer for Ascent, joins us to paint a picture of where the industry is headed. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is David Ross, Chief Strategy Officer at Ascent. David, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's great to have you. Uh, David, uh, I'd like to ask you to introduce yourself to our audience. If you could, give us a little bit about your background, uh, what you've done in the industry, and what you're doing with Ascent today, if you could. Sure thing. So I've been in the industry or around the industry for my whole career. Uh, I spent 20 years on Wall Street as a sell-side analyst researching the transportation and logistics industry. And Covered all of the names from J.B. Hunt to Norfolk Southern to FedEx to Kuhnernagel to Old Dominion and Ryder and Atlas Air and you name it, I covered it on the freight transportation side. Spent my whole career talking to shippers, talking to 3PLs, talking to carriers. And when I was ready to make the next step in my own personal journey and uh, chapter of my career, I decided to move into the industry. And the opportunity came last year, almost exactly a year ago, to, to jump in uh, and help Ascent. Uh, as chief strategy officer and, and really, uh, you know, help this company who's had a long history of really solid growth, very strong uh, customer focus, high service levels, and, and shape its strategy for the, the future of logistics and where the 3PL industry is going. So uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, at Ascent, we say we elevate the world of logistics through passion and innovation. And, you know, really, it's it's the people you know, that we put first because logistics, not asset based logistics, 3PLs, however you want to frame it, uh, is all about people, processes, and technology. Um, so I'm at Ascent. We're doing good things. We're growing. Happy to be here. We do everything from domestic US truckload brokerage, LTL truckload. Uh, we do international air and ocean freight forwarding and customs brokerage. Uh, and, and we have a very strong north south orientation, do a lot of cross border activity. Uh, on the expedited side, uh, both on the ground and, and in the air. So we help customers uh, where they need to be helped. Uh, and we really do it you know, in the best way possible in, in an asset-like manner. So with that, let's get started. Well, let me uh, first say, what a year to decide to jump into the industry. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope, I hope. Um, well, uh, let me touch then on that technology uh, that you, you brought up there because uh, we recently uh, released our, our planner edition, and uh, one of the uh, themes was Let IT Be. And it, it spoke specifically to the technology with the fact that applying technology to transportation and logistics operations now can limit damage during future disruptions. Um, do you agree with that? Uh, and if so, what technologies uh, would be most readily adaptable to business operations or show the most promise going forward? Yeah, I would answer that less as a yes/no question, and, and more with the the how or what, um, and, and by that I mean just buying an off-the-shelf software solution and trying to plug it into your business is not smart. Uh, but looking at how technology can continue to uh, make you more agile, make you more flexible, give you better tools to do a better job, either as a three PL, as a carrier, as a shipper, 
that is certainly the case. And I think that uh, you know, when you're talking about applying technology to operations today to mitigate any future risk, 100%. But you have to, you have to start with what your business is, what your business does, and where you need the help. Uh, because that's where the that's where you're going to find technologies are uh, the biggest asset is when you intelligently use them and aren't trying to fit a square peg into a round hole by just buying a new system that you heard works wonders for somebody else, but that somebody else might not have your needs in, in your business. Um, and at Ascent, we have our own technologies that we're developing to help customers along this journey too. And, we spent a lot of money upgrading our, our peak platform, which is this competitive freight marketplace we have that you know, really a lot of shippers have come to over the past couple of years, uh, supply chains have been thrown into chaos. And, you know, they, they've had a lot of uh, you know, needs to move freight that were unplanned and, and our, our technology allows them to get the best price and the best service on those modes. So we're very happy about that and continue to invest in technology um, on all fronts. Now, speaking about investing in the technology, um, the focus on the supply chain really exploded in, in the last few years, uh, given everything that's going on. Um, a recent McKinsey report uh, showed that investing in, in new tech uh, wrapped around the supply chain really ramped up uh, and continues to grow. Now, are there any real benefits to shippers uh, with that investment? Uh, and if so, could you point some out? Ultimately, there are going to be real benefits, but we're in this stage now where there is a lot of money. I think this is just a natural evolution of things. Um, you have to try a lot of things to see what works, and, and you've got to uh, ultimately have a big push to get things done that can't be done on a on an incremental basis. Um, you know, for example, the push to visibility. Uh, you you yeah, to get visibility, you actually have to have the data, and to have the data, you have to have all the pieces connected which is one of the reasons a company like Project 44 or a company like Forkites uh, has exploded over the past several years because they're trying to connect these different parts of transportation that normally didn't talk to each other. Because when you look at how supply chains have changed and they've increased in complexity and they've gone global over the past few decades, you are dealing with multiple modes in multiple countries, with multiple uh, parties involved over multiple systems, um, you know, potentially moving through multiple currencies. <laughs> and all of this is very difficult to manage um, you know, when you have to go into individual systems and different apps or, or phone calls or emails to put all the pieces together. So a lot of the investments is going into really building you know, this underlying uh, you know, layer of data integrity and visibility off of which shippers and 3PLs and carriers should be able to better plan. Now, in that, there's going to be winners and losers. So some of the investments are going to go to zero. Some of them are going to be on runs. We don't know exactly how it's going to go. So it's not a uh, everybody is going to win or all of these investments are ridiculous. It's you know part of a bigger story, which is um, the supply chain has been, I would argue, somewhat ignored for, for a while uh, as it's become more complex and probably needed more capital. So this is an influx in capital that is moving energy to the space to solve a lot of uh, problems, both near-term and long-term. With so many moving parts then for so many different businesses, we have a, an audience that's really diverse. And as the global supply chain continues to reconfigure and adapt, are there any general uh, precepts that uh, you can share that uh, can help guide these businesses in selecting new logistics partners? 100%. And 
pretty much it's know who you are. Uh, and, and, and close after that is know where you want to go. Uh, and, and I've advised and talked to you know shippers from Starbucks to Abercrombie to Walmart to Amazon to um, you know you name it. They, and, and every time I meet with them, it's always not about what the new trend is or what everybody else is doing. It's understanding their business first. You know whether you're uh, a manufacturer or a retailer, whether you have an e-commerce component to your business or not, uh, whether you're a wholesaler or a distributor, um, whether you've got 1,500 stores throughout the U.S. or you have no stores because you're, you're, you're mainly online, you've got a few warehouses. Um, what product are you selling? Where is it sourced from? You know, All of these things are things that you really need to be clear on and need to know how transportation fits into your user experience. Uh, how valuable is the product? How you know big and bulky? How easily damageable is it? You know what is the customer experience? If it's B two B or B two C, you know there's still a customer on the other end uh, in all cases. So if you're going to pick the best logistics partners, if you're going to pick the best carriers, if you're going to choose the best ports, uh, all of that needs to come out of a, a really in depth and true understanding of what the business is, where the business is going, uh, and what best serves the business. Now, uh, with our, our planner, one of the themes uh, that we ran with was uh, we won't be fooled again. And that uh, focused on the difficulty that a lot of managers have in uh, truly sharing information with their value chain partners. And you were talking a little bit about visibility and transparency. So have recent events uh, advanced the idea on uh, collaborating with those value chain partners? Uh, is it wishful thinking or, or are there steps that should be taken to kind of foster more partner collaboration? So at Ascent, we're very much into partner collaboration. Everything we do here is focused around the customer being a long-term partner for them. Many of our customers, top customers, have been with us 10, 15, 20 years. Um, we've won multiple service awards. We're in you know, the John Deere Hall of Fame um, you know, for, for service levels. And really, it's because we view that as a partnership, and we try to make them understand why sharing the data with us, sharing their plans with us, sharing their needs with us, sharing where they're going with us, makes everybody stronger. You know, it makes their service better, actually makes their costs lower. Um, and, and this period of chaos, you know, has taken companies that might have been reticent to share information because they, you know, found it com you know, competitively important or um, they weren't used to doing it. You know, they, they've understood or, or they slowly realized that it actually does get them a better outcome. Um, and, and, you know, we try to lead with that when we talk to our customers that they're our partners, we're there to make their business better. We invest based on their needs, um, you know, and, and really where they're going. So the technology investments that I talked about earlier, a lot of them come from our customers telling us where they're going and what they're going to need us as a partner to do to make their supply chain faster, more nimble, uh, more resilient, whatever the case may be. And, and as a broad uh, topic in terms of collaboration, you know, these different pieces that are being put together and some of the tech investments through visibility that I talked about earlier um, are helping break down uh, you know, some of the friction you know, between the shippers and the carriers uh, and the three PLs. That's great. David, uh, now uh, I understand that uh, in addition to all the supply chain and logistics uh, information that you have in your head there, you also have um, a little bit of skill with painting. Is that true? I do paint. Yes. Excellent. Uh, what medium and uh, how long have you been painting? I've been painting for a couple of years. I've been involved in the art world much longer than that. And uh, I mainly do acrylic, uh, mixed media, 
mostly abstracts uh, on canvas here at my studio in Miami. Um, when I'm not traveling around meeting with the scent customers and helping the business grow. Uh, let me, uh, let me uh, test uh, your, your abstract uh, visualization here. And then uh, if I asked you to, uh, to paint a picture or visualize uh, the global supply chain uh, recovery, uh, what would be a, a dominant visual uh, for you uh, in that painting? Well, the current state of supply chains uh, certainly looks, you know, um, all jumbled up. Uh, a lot of mixed colors, uh, no clearly defined lines, and uh, I've compared it you know, to, a, to a traffic jam in a little bit, um, as I've been talking about supply chains recently, in that you know things are slow, it's hard to move, you don't know when it's going to end, but it always ends. You know, the, the lanes free up at some point and things start moving again. So you know, when, when we start, start thinking about the picture, you know, the picture is, you, you can almost think about it like one of those dot um, images where there's an image of a sailboat or something in there, but you got to see it. And uh, it might take a while to look at it. And, and it originally just looks like a bunch of dots. And then all of a sudden you see a sailboat. So um, right now we're still on a global supply chain basis, just looking at a bunch of dots and can't really see how it all flows together or, or when it's going to let up or, or how the bottlenecks are going to ease. Um, there's talk certainly this summer around increased port disruptions at the uh, West Coast ports with their labor contract ending uh, around June 30th, July 1, um, and just a seasonal uptick in volume leading up to that. Uh, so I, I think you're going to see healthy demand um, on the industrial side for some time. I think the supply constraints will ultimately work themselves out over time, but it's hard to, hard to paint a picture of things snapping back to what we were used to or fast throughput uh, over the next couple months or couple quarters. I think it's going to take more time than that, but it, it will ultimately resolve itself. Yeah, I know it takes me a while to see those stereograms, so hopefully we all see that sailboat sooner rather than later. <laughs> but uh, David, where can our audience go to get more information on Ascent? Yeah, the easy first place is ascentlogistics.com. Um, A-S-C-E-N-T logistics.com uh, or you can follow us on social media. Our goal is growth. Our goal is do more things for our customers today and get more customers uh, you know, that, that need help with all their supply chain issues. So happy to be part of this story. Uh, happy to talk to you today. Uh, I think the, the questions were very good around technology in the space because it's important. There is a lot of new technology coming into logistics and it's going to be very beneficial for, for shippers um, and for carriers and 3PLs, but, but really for shippers. And it's just important that they find 3PL partners like Ascent to work with them on, on their needs and, and target the technology investments uh, on making their business better. Fantastic, David Ross. Thank you for sharing your story and your uh, vision uh, with us today. Uh, best of luck to you and to Ascent and uh, stay safe. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. 
For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.